welcome to a new episode of Wrestling Life Podcast. It just went off the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, and I will be doing the rate and review show like always after the WWE pay-per-views go off. So welcome in to this episode, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Just like the Royal Rumble, the ending of this match. <sighs> Crazy. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. A twist that I did not see coming. Um, I am your host, Brandon Janu. If you don't know, this is the Brandon Janu Show. This is Wrestling Life, and this is the Rate Review Show. Tonight, we I will be talking about uh, the WWE uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that just went off, like I just said. Um, <clears throat> and if you want to hear my voice, it's very simple. Go to podcast platforms everywhere. Sometimes you might have to space it. Sometimes you can keep it together. It is Brandon Janu Show. If you can't, it's all in the logo, as you can see um, in my background as I'm doing this video. Um, so you guys enjoy uh, that. If not, you can just go to my YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show. Subscribe, uh, comment, view, uh, do all that, man, over there. Or you can just follow me on social media, Brandon Janu Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. It's the Brandon Janu Show on Facebook, but there's neither here nor there. But like I said, man. Let's get into it. I'm calmer than I was at the end of the Royal Rumble. But damn. That was cool. That was a pretty cool fucking match. Uh, pay-per-view, man. And um, the Elimination Chamber was held as the last stop to before WrestleMania. Six weeks uh, has officially here. And it's kind of interesting how this ended. It's very fucking interesting how it ended. Um... But as you know, I will get into how it ended and why I think that's a pretty interesting ending, how it ended, um, which leaves a lot to, it's a very interesting one. I, I can't even lie. That's how it ended. It's pretty fucking interesting. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, as you know, on this rate review show, I go from my least favorite match on the, on the show to my favorite match on the show. And I can tell you guys right now, I have two five-star matches uh, on this on this list. Um, I usually have a lot of lot of up and upper shot upper uh, matches, but eh, it was all right. Um, the last couple of pay per views have been pretty pretty decent, man. The Raw Rumble was incredible. Uh, maybe overrated some matches this this night. Maybe I underrated some matches. I don't know, but based on the competition that I actually saw. It got what it got, <laughs> but like I said, if you if you know, uh, I, I I talk about the least, my least favorite match, and then I go to my favorite match. Uh, so the the rating system is pretty much one star if you just don't do shit. The match is not even important. Um, or which I never had to give somebody a one and a half star, which is kind of interesting. But anyway, uh, tell five, and that's clearly the best match on the night. Um, but let's get into it. So the first match that I listed, uh, I gave a, a star to was, uh, the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match. Uh, I gave it a two and a half, uh, star. Um, I expected this match to be at the at WrestleMania. I did not expect him to kind of finish this shit tonight, which is the reason why I kept saying 
I don't see them really fighting each other. This was this typical Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley match where they just come out there and they hit each other with their big moves and, you know, he gets a, he starts hitting suplexes and Bobby Lashley tries to put him in a hurt lock and I expected it to be that. Um, last night, uh, Bray Wyatt said whoever wins out of the Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley match, uh, run, which I don't think that either of those men was going to fight Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania because Bray Wyatt is just now getting back into the WWE. He's only had really one rivalry, one feud, and that was LA Knight. So you're going to throw him right into the Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley rivalry? That's kind of stupid just to have a WrestleMania match. That's kind of dumb. I expected this match to go. uh, I expected this match to be at WrestleMania. I really did. And now I think it will be. I think the match that I expected Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar to officially fucking have, to really fucking have, where it's not just about hitting the, hitting the person with the quickest moves and all that shit, hitting your finishes on somebody, hit a couple of F5s, hit a couple um, suplexes, and then you're done. Uh, all Bobby Lashley was Spears. I think for them, they're two of the most very gifted, as big as they are, as quick as they are, as athletic as they are. I expect them to have a real match. And that's this is actually what I thought – WrestleMania will be, and I think now that we're gonna we're gonna probably get it, because um, it ended in a, in a DQ. It didn't even end with a real winner. It ended. I mean, Bobby won it, but it didn't end with a real DQ. And now Brock Lesnar did to Brock Le- Bobby Lashley what he did. Bobby Lashley did to him at Crown Jewel, which is pretty much beat his ass after the end of the match. And Bobby Lashley is gonna want his pound of flesh, as we should say. He won his pounds of flesh, and I expected them to fight at WrestleMania, and I think that is the Hell in a Cell match. I think they will be in a Hell in a Cell match. It'll be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, probably night two to open up WrestleMania night two in a Hell in a Cell. I think because that's the only way. That is the. I'm sorry about that. That is the only way that Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley can actually end their rivalry is in a hell in a cell. I don't see Edge and Finn doing that. And if they do do it, probably a, non-dis- a no disqualification match. I would rather see them in something like that than have them in a hell in a cell. Because this is more of a hell in a cell match. Because they need no disqualification. But they also need no way they can get out the ring. They need to beat the shit out of each other. And I think if you put Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar in a hell in a cell, that would actually work. So I expected them two to fight at WrestleMania. And I think I'm going to get that at WrestleMania. And I hope it's in a Hell in a Cell match. But for right now, tonight, it was two and a half stars. They got out there. They hit their big moves. Uh, Bobby Lashley put them in a hurt lock. And Brock Lesnar pretty much kicked them in the balls. And pretty much got disqualified. Which the ref, I, I don't know if the ref is going to try do it or not. Because the ref's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, and and he's kind of like hesitant to ring the bell. But he rang the bell. And, um, yeah, it was two and a half stars. I didn't expect this match to be. The rubber match, as people kept saying. It's the rubber match. This is not... I didn't expect it to be that. I did. Uh, I expected them to fight at WrestleMania. And I'm going to get that. So... And I think they're going to build a Bray Wyatt, whoever wins match. I think Bray versus... I've been very a component of Gunther fighting by Brock Lesnar at, at SummerSlam. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby Lashley versus... I wouldn't mind seeing Brock versus Bray. But they got to continue to build Bray right. And it's, it's, it's kind of... Uh, I don't know, but... I don't want to feed Bray Wyatt to Brock Lesnar right now. That's kind of stupid. Um, or to Bobby Lashley. Now, Bobby Lashley goes to SmackDown. If they do a draft, then that's a different conversation because then it will be obvious Bray and Bobby Lashley should fight each other. But 
Yeah, this was two and a half. It was my least favorite match on the night. It, I didn't expect it to be big. I didn't expect it to be great. I, I expected it to be kind of the draw to get him to the next match, and that's WrestleMania, which I expected that. Because now Bobby Lashley will feel like he has to fight Brock Lesnar. So, yeah. Um, my second least favorite match on the card was um, the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Um, I gave this three and a half stars. I was wondering if I was going to bump it up, and I'm going to keep it as is. It's three and a half stars. Um, I didn't like who was the last person in the chamber, but then I had to think about it. I'm like, man, that makes sense Who, why they would put Carmella in a, as the last person in the elimination chamber because if Liv was to – if Liv or Natalia or Raquel would have been the last two – well, not Raquel, but more so Liv, if she was the last two. I think people would have, even though people wanted Oscar to win, it kind of was weird to see her lose so quickly. But I get why Triple H did that. Um, but yeah, the the women's elimination chamber match to be the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship, uh, it got a three and a half. Uh, Oscar won that, as I said. Oscar won. Uh, so it went um, Natalia and Liv to start the elimination chamber. Uh, then Raquel Rodriguez came out. Then Nikki Cross came out. Then Carmella came out. And then uh, Asuka. Um, I think Liv did a great job in his match. Uh, she continues to show she can be very special. I think Liv and, and Raquel Rodriguez is actually going to fight damage control for the, for the, for the tag team titles. I think they're going to get together. And they're going to fight damage control for the tag team titles. I don't think at WrestleMania, because I think Becky Bailey, I think the damage control is going to fight Lita, Trish, and Becky at, uh, at WrestleMania. But at some point, they might fight you know, Ronda and, and Shayna and a bunch of other women to have a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a winner gets the number one contenders match for the fucking SmackDown, uh, for the women's tag team titles. But that's what I've always thought. I thought Liv and, and Raquel would get back, team up, and actually team up and become a tag team um, for the for the women's tag team titles. Um, that's just my opinion. I always thought that would happen. And now it seems like that's what's going to happen. Um, uh, Natalia um, pretty much rode the, the, the crowd uh, the entire night. Uh, she, got, she got beat. Nikki Cross got eliminated first. She got put through a pot, which is very cool. Uh, she got put through a pot. Raquel Pinder and beat her. Um, then, how did it go then after that? Uh, I want to say then it was Liv that got eliminated after that? Yeah, Liv got eliminated. And then Natalia got eliminated. Then Raquel Rodriguez got eliminated. And then it was uh, Oscar and Carmella, and Carmella lost to Oscar. Um, I've been pretty obvious. Never gonna give it to Oscar. It made more sense to let Oscar fight uh, Bianca than anybody else. Raquel Rodriguez might not be ready for that type of moment just yet. I would love to see Liv and Bianca, but clearly Bianca will beat Liv. That's kind of obvious. Um, Natalia won't fit. That that was not a good idea. Um, Carmelo, Carmelo is like the same as Liv, but probably a little bit worse of an option. 
Um, and Nikki Cross, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with her. I really don't know. I, I, I cannot tell you. Maybe she can join. Maybe she's she's just ramping up to be back in sanity, which a lot of people are saying Eric Young and Killian Dane, who's actually her husband. You know anything about Killian Dane? Um, who's a fucking beast in NXT. Uh, but sanity could be coming back to uh to WWE. So if that is the case, Nikki Cross could join them, and that will fit perfectly because I think she needs. She's being the crazy, sporadic Nikki Cross she was in NXT, but she doesn't have the backing anymore. There's nothing to really back her. Like, Sanity made her have a group. It made sense. Sanity was crazy as a group. But her just doing it by herself, it kind of does look like you don't know what the fuck you're doing with this girl. And, yeah, it just it just looks bad. But congratulations to Asuka. I think Asuka versus Bianca is going to be... I kind of feel like Asuka versus Bianca might be a better match than Charlotte versus Real, which is fucking crazy to say. Um, yeah, I think I think Asuka versus Bianca might be better than Liv versus Liv versus uh, uh Charlotte versus uh, Real. Yeah, I I think it could be. I think it could actually be a really good fucking match. Um, but yeah, that was three and a half stars. So yeah. Um, now we get into it. Uh, third match on is to me that I, I listed was Edge of Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor. Uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley of Judgment Day. I gave this a four and a half stars. Um, I like the I like the match. I thought it was really good. It was decent. Um, you couldn't let Rhea lose, which was kind of obvious. Um. You had to let Edge beat Finn. I think they're going to fight again. I think they're going to fight again. I really want the storyline to be over. It's kind of stupid. Um, yeah, I want Edge to fight Finn. And I want them to fight at WrestleMania. And get it over with. I, I, w- I know people have said they put them in a hell in a cell. But I don't, I don't see the point of putting them in a hell in a cell. Um, make this a no holds barred match. And call it the fucking day. Like, make it a no holds bar match, call it the fucking day. Um, oh, hell, have it in a steel cage. I don't give a shit. Just, yeah, I, I don't see the point of these two men continuously fighting each other. This storyline is literally almost a year old now. It's ridiculous. It's, excuse me, it's going, it's, 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 it's going into territory of a year old story. And it's, it's like nothing has progressed. Nothing has really progressed. Other than Rhea being very dominant, Dominic being a little, Dominic Mysterio pretty much being just a terrible. I've never heard a crowd be more vocal in this match in the other in uh in the in the main event. Boy, it was this crowd vocal the entire night. Um, but yeah, you couldn't let Rhea lose. I thought Rhea versus Beth was a, was really good. It was a test of strength, which was really good. Um, Dominic Mysterio did Dominic Mysterio things. Um, I don't know how long they're gonna keep Dominic from his father until his father pop. I don't know, because they gotta start building that feud. Even though it's there, you still gotta start building it to make it, you know, very interesting. Um, but yeah, Edge got the win over Finn, um, which made sense. Edge had to beat Finn. I mean, like I said, you couldn't have real lose to bet. That was kind of stupid. It will go against everything you're doing. Uh, to make bet uh, real go into the next. Uh, Going to WrestleMania versus Charlotte, you got six weeks to now build that match, and I think Rhea's gonna be on SmackDown this upcoming Friday to talk to Charlotte. So 
you're starting to kind of get her out of that situation, which I thought eventually you're going to have to get her away from Judgment Day because she, even though she's a part of Judgment Day, she's bigger than Judgment Day. I hate to tell people that. I know people don't want to admit that, but she's bigger than Judgment Day. And, um, yeah, so I loved it. I, I thought it was a really good match, man. Over and all, all in all, it was a really good match. I gave it four and a half stars. It was a really good match to me. Um, can't speak for everybody, but it was a really good match to me. I hope it, like I said, WrestleMania, the girls have finally fought each other. Hopefully Edge and Finn finally fight each other and they get that shit over and done with. God almighty. Um, here we go. The second best match. I gave it a five stars. Uh, it's the men's elimination chamber match for the United States Championship. I think this elimination chamber was so good because they didn't overly saturate it with people we have already seen in the elimination chamber. These were new competitors that have never stepped to the elimination chamber. Outside of Austin Theory, who probably should have never been in there the first time last year. He shouldn't have been in the elimination chamber last year when he got his ass thrown out the fucking chamber. But he shouldn't have been in there. This should have been his first elimination chamber as well. But Vince McMahon was running the company. He threw his ass in there for what reason? I don't fucking know. But this should have been his first elimination chamber where Seth Rollins should be the only person coming into the elimination chamber that has actually been in the elimination chamber. Um, but I digress. And that's probably why this elimination chamber was so fucking good. Because outside of those two guys, it's four people that haven't been in an elimination chamber ever. So it was new elements. It was new ways of doing it. And, you know, unlike the women's elimination chamber where you kind of knew who was going to win it. Because we all knew Oscar was going to win if you're a fan of wrestling. And you also know there's no women in that ring that could kind of even give a match to Bianca that we could all see and be like, yeah, that makes sense. But this was kind of interesting because there's so many matches that also, that's going on at WrestleMania that is also theory going to keep the title if he's going to fight John Cena. That's kind of stupid to have him with the title if he's going to go fight John Cena. It makes no sense to do a U.S. championship match or open challenge. I heard people say do a U.S. open challenge and John Cena pop up. For what? So he could lose the fucking match? It makes no sense. It's kind of stupid. Just give Austin Theory versus John Cena, and we could call it the fucking day. So you didn't know what was going to happen. I thought if Austin lost the match, that tells me right then and there, okay, John Cena and Austin Theory, WrestleMania 39, fuck it. It's kind of obvious. Because if he loses the title, clearly he's already got a match at WrestleMania. Which made this match even more interesting, because then it's like, well, Seth's not going to fight for the title. Seth's not going to take the title. It was two people that I kind of was like, one was uncertain, but one I knew was not going to win this match, and that was Seth Rollins. I knew Seth wasn't going to win it because he's already had his match at, at WrestleMania, and that's Logan Paul. And clearly tonight, if you watched it, you know what I mean by that now because Logan Paul screwed Seth Rollins out the title. But So Seth was kind of the only person that had a WrestleMania match that we kind of already knew. Austin Theory is unsure. It could be John Cena. It could be a U.S. Open Challenge match where just anybody pop up. Um which would be a good way to bring in uh, Jay White if he is coming. Think about that. It's not John Cena, but it's Jay White, and he fights Austin Theory for the U.S. title, and he beats him at WrestleMania. Come on, WWE. I'm giving y'all ideas, man. Y'all gotta listen to me. Y'all gotta listen. Fuck the night after WrestleMania. Just put him at WrestleMania and fucking pop the fucking building. Um, 
But so theory starts. Uh, theory comes out, gets in the chamber. Um, but the match starts off with Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins, which is thank you, <laughs> thank you, Triple H. Uh, my God, if I if I could give a gift to Triple H, I would because amazing fucking thinking. The best worker in the business, Seth Rollins, and one of your best workers in NXT history, Johnny Gargano. They're literally two of the best workers that Triple H probably has ever had a chance to be around. The man's name is Johnny Wrestling. Seth Rollins is possibly one of the best wrestlers in the fucking world. You started off with two men, like Johnny Gargano and Seth Rollins. It's bound to be fucking good. Come on, man. They start off the elimination chamber. Um, uh, then enters in Austin Theory. Comes in the first person out the elimination chamber. Other pods. Um, and this match was incredible. All three of them at the beginning because of all the history between all three of them. If you actually, if you know Johnny Gargano um, and Austin Theory, were in the way back in NXT. But before they were in the way, Austin Theory was in WWE as one of Seth Rollins' disciples. Seth, Austin Theory got demoted because he wasn't ready to be in WWE, especially at the main roster, and it was the pandemic. So they demoted him back to NXT, and he ends up in the way with Johnny Gargano. So to see them three in the match... It's kind of interesting. It's pretty fucking cool to see that shit. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, I think then Damian Priest comes out. Yeah, Damian Priest comes out, and like they said tonight, uh, Johnny Gargano got the the North American title away from Damian Priest in NXT. Damian Priest was the North American champion in NXT. Johnny Gargano beat him. If you don't also know that the next person that came out the, the pot was Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed fought Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest in NXT in a very iconic ladder match. And Bronson, Bronson Reed won the ladder match to be NXT North American champion. So all these men have history. <laughs> Every single one of them have history. And um, and then Montez Ford comes out last of the pot, and this match was incredible. It it was incredible. Um, Bronson Reed comes out the pot, and people start booing him immediately. But man, I I went. I've heard people boo him and then say that, and then five seconds later, when he started moving and shit, they were cheering the shit out of him. <laughs> I never see the crowd just flip. They flip. Bronson Reed is a fucking beast. That dude can fucking go. Um, he might be Bam Bam. He might be this era's Bam Bam Bigelow. Like, if if you know anything about Bam Bam Bigelow, he was a big-ass dude, but he could move like a motherfucker, boy. And that might be Bronson Reed. I mean, he's he, that's his idol when it comes to wrestling. So it makes sense. Um, he even dresses like him. So, but, man, his destruction was real. Lord Jesus. Um, he was the first person to get eliminated as well. <laughs> um, then Johnny Gargano got eliminated. 
by Damian Priest. The Damian Priest got eliminated. <laughs> um, and um, and Montez Ford, man, he put on an effort, man. He put on a show. Um, I'm very, I'm very. I hate when they break up tag teams. I really do, especially a tag team like the Street Profits. I read in them just gradually move apart. Where it's like, okay, Montez, I want like New Day, like New Day. I remember like Kofi and Xavier Woods both got injured, and they looked at Big E and was like, "Look, Big E, we're both hurt. We're not gonna be able to compete. You go for yours. You've been such a loyal soldier to us. It's time for you for you to go for yours." And people forget that Big E was the first. It was the second NXT champion ever. Seth Rollins was the first, and Big E beat Seth Rollins to be the NXT champion. So for Big E to Finally, get his 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 shine was amazing. Bringing it back to the Street Profits, I feel like it's kind of what the Street Profits. I feel like Street Profits should do. It's like they gradually move apart. Whereas like Montez Ford, you're such a star, go do you. But Angela Dawkins, you do you too. I think you should split them up. I think you should split them up, but not like break them up where somebody gotta attack somebody. I think you should just be like like the New Day. Biggie get drafted to Raw. But knew they got drafted to SmackDown. I feel like you could do that with them. Montez Ford stays on Raw. Angela Dawkins stays, goes to SmackDown or goes to NXT. I actually say NXT because I think he could run it in NXT. But Montez Ford got a chance to show off in this match, man. That's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say I didn't see him being a a, a future champion because I always do. I did. But tonight, shrewd it. And I think he should have won a U.S. championship tonight. I'm be honest with you. Um, I was pissed. So was the crowd. I think you heard the crowd boo when he got eliminated. It was like, what the fuck? Like, why are we, what the fuck? Um, going into the last two, and that's why I just said, Logan Paul comes out and uh, kind of, and Montez Ford, which I don't know if he really is hurt, which if he is, prayers up. But if he isn't, he played that role pretty well tonight. <laughs> like, 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 God, did he play that role well? Because he gave enough time for Logan Paul to get out there. They kept the chamber open, and people kept asking, like, "What the fuck going on? Why are they keeping the chamber open?" And they're trying to get him out of the chamber because he's concussed or something. And Logan Paul just runs out to the ring and gets in the chamber, and then lariats uh, Seth Rollins, and then stumps Seth Rollins. And also there he picks up the win, uh, get those the eight town down, and then he picks up the title. He keeps the title, which clearly we know Seth Rollins. So clearly we know Seth Rollins is 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 going to fight Logan Paul at WrestleMania. We know this. We're not stupid. We know this. So that was a great uh, elimination chamber match. I thought it was a a really telling elimination chamber match because, like I said, Austin Theory wins. If Austin Theory wins, then why are we fighting? Why is he fighting John Cena? Like, why is he fighting John Cena? It's the same theory I have for Roman Reigns fighting The Rock. If he keeps the titles, why the fuck is he keeping the titles to fight The Rock? It makes no sense. Y'all can sit here and say, well, he needs the title because it makes it. No, the fuck it don't. It don't make sense because I feel like you can have a Roman Reigns versus Rock match without the titles. Because they're two big fucking stars. You don't need a title. It's just like John Cena and The Rock in WrestleMania 28. You didn't need a title. You just need them two motherfuckers to fight. That's it. 
And the same thing with this. I don't think Theory needs to be U.S. champion going into WrestleMania to fight John Cena. It's kind of stupid. I get it, though, because John Cena is synonymous with everything he's done. He's been a 16-time champion, but he's more synonymous in his earlier parts of his career with the U.S. championship. So I get it if that's where you're going with it. But I don't think John Cena needs to come back and fight for the fucking title. That's taking somebody's opportunity away. That could really, my task for Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, who had incredible fucking chamber, match, uh, chamber matches tonight. Every single one of them showed up and showed out. And you're going to have a match with Austin Theory versus John Cena for the title because of what reason? If I actually was the booker, I'd take Seth Rollins out the equation and i have all five of them motherfuckers fighting a ladder match for the U.S. Championship at WrestleMania. I would have all five of them. And maybe you put in an extra person. I don't know who. Maybe you do it like an old NXT match. Oh, shit, yeah. Hold on. I think I got one. Hold on. Do it like old NXT. Yep. Do it like old NXT. You're going to have a six-way ladder match for the United States Championship. And Jay White is that six-man. Jay White is that six-man. He pops up at WrestleMania. He gets in that ladder match. That's how you bring Jay White to WWE. Because Kenny Omega is not coming <laughs> yet. But if you can do a six-man ladder match at WrestleMania 39 for the U.S. Championship, with all those dudes that was in that ladder match, there is a champion still. But Montez Ford gets another shot at it. Johnny Gargano gets another shot at it. Um, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest. Damian Priest would also, that would eliminate Damian Priest from helping Finn, Dominic, or Rhea in their matches. You will help them, and all four members of Judgment Day will have a match at WrestleMania, which is the kind of the purpose of having a fucking stable like that, that nobody gets left off of the WrestleMania pay-per-view, especially the, the showcase of the Immortals. You have a six-way ladder match for the U.S. Championship. We haven't had a ladder match at, for the, at, at WrestleMania in a minute. A six-way ladder match for the U.S. Championship, the last person will be a surprise, and it's Jay White. I'm helping you out, WB. I'm giving you all the fucking ammo. What more do you fucking need? God damn it. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, the Elimination Chamber match was incredible. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a really good match. Um, which moves into the main event in the best match of the night to me. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It's five. Clearly, it's five. Um, Roman is officially a heel. Good God. He is a heel. Thank the Lord. I said this um, on an episode that would be coming out before this. I said this on that episode. I said, um, I said, the best thing about Roman before he, the best thing about Roman, he was a heel, but he wasn't a full heel. He wasn't like that. Just I would do anything, hurt anybody's heel. That went away when he beat Sammy at Rome at the Royal Rumble. That went away because Sammy was his like. That was the one thing that kept him from being one hundred percent a full blown heel. You could see it, and. 
this match was incredible. It was it was incredible because of of what happened last night. Sammy comes out. You can see the man in tears. The crowd singing his old song, which is pretty cool. He brought back the old NXT song. Y'all was like, yes, fuck yeah. Uh, what's up with everybody bringing back their old music when they fight Roman Reigns at home? What the fuck going on? Drew McIntyre did that Clash of the Castle when he brought out uh, Broken Dreams. <laughs> and now Sammy does it at, at, at in Montreal, <laughs> worlds apart. It's like, what the fuck is up with everybody bringing out their old songs and they gotta fight Roman? What's up with that? They gotta get their old motivation back. What the fuck going on? Um, yeah, but Roman and Sammy, the crowd was on one. Oh my god. Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> the entire fucking match. Fuck you, Roman. The entire match was that, man. A hell of a show by Sammy. Hell of a show by Roman. Um, He played into the, the, the hill. He fucking played into the hill, man. He played into that shit. He's a full-flash hill. You can't tell him nothing. Um, I knew the Usos was going to be a part of the match. I just didn't know how. And like all of us, we thought, okay, this is obvious. Jay is going to screw Sammy. It's kind of obvious. And that didn't happen. You hear me? That did not happen. Jay did not screw Sammy. What the fuck? That was a fucking twist. I, I That was a swerve I didn't see coming. Actually, Sammy speared Jay. Huh. That's interesting. Roman gives Jay the, type, the chair. Gives him the chair like he did Sammy at Royal Rumble. Give him the chair. Do it. Pull the trigger. Hit him. And Jay's like, <laughs> Jay had that same, like, Sammy look like, I ain't gonna hit this man. And Roman again feels that. He's like, you know what? And he starts pushing Jay again. Pushing Jay. And Jay's about to pretty much roll off and hit, use some, use a chair. And Sammy Spears, Jay. Roman sidesteps and he spears Jay. And that's a twist I didn't see coming. <laughs> that's a twist. I promise you. Go look at every wrestling person that has spoke on this. We all were kind of obvious. Like, oh, Jay's going to screw Sammy. That's kind of obvious. Jay screws Sammy, which means then the Osos will have to fight them at the WrestleMania. That makes sense. At WrestleMania. That makes sense. And it didn't go down that way. So now it kind of. It's kind of interesting. It's another twist. I'm pretty sure all of us thought that it would go that way. And it didn't go that way. And I'm a little bit shocked by that. Because. I'm pretty sure all of us had that peg that Jay's going to screw Sammy. But he didn't. He didn't touch him. He saved him actually from the chair shot. Because Roman had the chair and Jay just popped up. And Jay was and, and Jay, Roman was like, where the fuck he come from? <laughs> Roman was like, where the fuck he come from? He didn't hit him. 
Sammy Spirit J. Fuck. It's like, what the fuck? Roman won, clearly. Used the chair, then Spirit Sammy, and won. And they're about to beat down Sammy again. They're beating down Sammy, and then Kevin Owens comes out and saves Sammy. Sammy and Kevin Owens don't say a lot, don't say nothing. They just look at each other, but you can tell Kevin Owens like you kind of saved me. <laughs> so let me help you. I'm pretty sure if you look at every wrestling person right now that's talking. They would tell you that was a fucking twist. I didn't see coming. I didn't see it coming. I did not see Jay not turning on Sammy tonight. I didn't see it. I, I, which brings me back into the mindset of I think Jay and Roman. I think Jay is going to screw Roman. And I think he's going to screw him at WrestleMania. Because he wants those titles off of Roman. Because in the beginning of this storyline, Roman told him, this title makes me the head of the table. It makes me the tribal chief. I feel like Jay is going to screw Roman at WrestleMania. He wasn't going to do it tonight, but he's going to do it at WrestleMania. Yeah. That was crazy. I was shocked. That that, that that didn't happen that way. I mean, I was shocked that it didn't happen that way. All in all, man. I don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. <laughs> I could say this is going to happen, but I don't fucking know. April 1st. April 2nd. What did we, uh, what did I learn tonight? Seth's fighting Logan. Kind of obvious. Theory's going to fight all five of those dudes. Outside of Seth, he's going to fight all five of them. All four of them, I should say. And they're going to have a surprise. Because now that he's U.S. champion, it kind of makes no sense to have John Cena versus Austin Theory. It doesn't make any sense. Now, maybe Theory drops the title before then, but it makes no sense for him to drop the title before then. It it just don't make no sense. I think Theory's going to fight those four. And somebody else at WrestleMania for the U.S. Championship. I think it's going to be a six-way ladder match um, for the U.S. title. Brock and Bobby, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley are going to fight at WrestleMania. It's going to be in the Hell in a Cell. Edge and Finn are going to fight. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, to be honest with you. And Oscar versus Bianca is going to be one of the best matches uh, whenever they fight. So, and Roman is, and Roman in his bloodline storyline continues to have... Sorry. Um, and his bloodline storyline continues to have the most unpredictable fucking storytelling I've ever seen in my life. This shit is just so proper. This is fucking so proper. But I think this also now creates this the energy for Jay to team back up with his brother. Because they're going to kind of try to, like, use the fact that Sammy speared him to make Jay be like, you know what? I told you. Sammy ain't your brother. Look how he just speared you. How dare he hit you? And that's how that match is going to be created. Because I can't see Jay turning on Sammy. Excuse me. I can't see Jay turning on Sammy now. It makes no sense. 
But I can see them still fighting at WrestleMania, even if he doesn't turn. Because if Kevin Owens and Sammy just aren't a tag team title match opportunity, which is going to be interesting to see how that is even created. But they got six weeks to pull this shit off. And I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, until then, man, I am Brandon Janew. The next time I'll be doing a rate and review show will be WrestleMania night one and night two. So get ready. Won't be pulling double duty that night. Good God. Two nights back to back. Lord Jesus. Anyway, I'm Brandon Janew. And this is uh WWE Elimination Chamber. Brandon Janew's show, Wrestling Life. WWE Elimination Chamber rate and review show. Hope you guys enjoy this. I am Brandon Janew. Good night.